In several worlds, throughout the ages, there have been heroes and warriors who've embarked on quests to save faraway lands and free the people from would-be conquerors, armed only with a bag of dice. An unlikely group of nerdy adventurers with some pretty stupid ideas and a horseshoe up their butts. Listen in as they tell their tales and come together to save the day. They are the Terrible Warriors. Seriously, these are the guys we're going to go with? Welcome back to Terrible Warriors, brought to you by CNG Magazine. I'm your host, Mike the Birdman Dodd, and we return as we play Mass Effect Renegade Rising. And we're playing over Skype because I don't want to go to Toronto. But some of our players are scattered across Ontario. So without any further ado, I'd like to reintroduce the man in the top hat. I'm Derek the Bard from Chasing the Muse. And of course, we have to talk about Toronto's number one supervillain. My name is Connell Macbeth, better known to the community as Dr. Holocaust. And of course, we have our nerd hearth chef. Yeah, my name is <laughs> Tiffany, uh, also known as Fon Solo uh, at uh, thenerdhearth.com. So, yes, guys, we are playing a homebrewed Mass Effect uh, RPG because there is not one officially, which uh, I do know the reasons why there isn't one, and... It's kind of stupid, but uh, but yes, we, we are talking about that. <laughs> yeah, well, you gotta you gotta tell this story. You can't just drop something like that on. I us. will tell Previously. you. I will tell you that <laughs> in the debrief. Oh. So you're gonna have to wait for that, guys. So yes, we are playing Mass Effect RPG version 1.1, which is created by R. Christopher Ramos and Robert Delgado. This was created back in 2012. This is a free game. And this is using a D100 and the base 40 system to resolve rolls. So, excuse me. So, when we last left our three adventurers, we were in a speakeasy known as Sovereigns, deep in Zakara Ward. Where Derek, uh, a.k.a. Mr. Gideon, or what was it? Uh... Philippe Taggart Gideon. Just people just keep calling him Gideon because it's easier. So it Gideon managed to drink a Krogan blood pack mercenary under the table into unconsciousness, but also find out some information relating to the thefts on the Citadel, which Spectre Jordan Bow has been investigating, involving potential military equipment, viral weaponry, and Cerberus, potentially. So... What they have learned is a Salarian research lab is going to be hit. And it's probably going to be hit soon. So, we rejoin our adventures outside of Sovereigns. So, the four of you exit Sovereigns. You make your way down the alleyway. And almost as soon as you enter the crowd of people, you can see Bao's mannerisms begin to change. And he looks at uh, you, Gideon, and goes, So, what did you find out? The Blood Pack have been organized by an individual named Franklin Parker who works with Cerberus. They're being paid to attack a Solarian research lab. They, He then began to talk about how they were going to use what they found to get revenge and get back at all of them. Probably talking about the Solarians. Probably talking mm -hmm. about the Solarians and slash or the Turians. And then he fell unconscious. Hmm. Did he mention what research lab? Did he mention what? Which research lab, Mike? Yes, he did. It's going to be called, um... Some word that he stumbled over for about two minutes. Some word he stumbled <laughs> over for about two minutes. It sounded uh, like this. The Fermi Institute. There you go. So space he, Google that. So he says the Fermi Institute. Yeah, you Google see page. Bao's eyes go wide. Say that, <laughs> say that to me again. Yeah, you just gotta look it up on Space Google. The it's called Fermi Spoogle. Institute. We are going now. Spoogle Maps. Yeah, well. I'm, I'm assuming something is amiss with this, this Fermi Institute. He goes, just wait until we're not... <laughs> you wait. Almost I almost said Fermi Institute. Shut up. Let's gloss <laughs> over that. Let's gloss over that. Oh, classic is sorry. Um, <laughs> so, you see, he says, wait until we're in an elevator. I'll tell you as much as I can. So, a uh, few moments pass as you rush through the crowd, with, try not to draw too much attention, but you step into an elevator and start making your way back up uh, towards the Presidium, where this lab is re where this lab is re is located near Huerta Memorial Hospital. 
He goes, that's an STG black site. Oh, shit. What's kept there is data cores, weaponry. Um, Basically, it's sort of like a catch-all where we can ship uh, people that are hurt, basically ex ex. people from STG that are hurt, people who've been exposed to stuff, and some stuff that the Citadel Council doesn't necessarily want us to talk about. So this place is obviously, the, per- the people, whoever want to hit it, know what's here. They must have some idea uh, through the Solarian channels, through the STG channels, what's there. So yeah, can we not, assume that... that is, exactly. Can we assume that the Solarian's involved? Well, somebody knows something. Mm-hmm. Cerberus is involved, like and they tend to know a great deal. Yeah, that's very true. If I had to guess, I don't think you're—I don't think you're too far off the mark, Khaleesi. I really think someone in SGG gave this place up. But here's the question: Why? It's mostly, yeah, it's a black site. It's a storage depot and occasional medical research. Some um, Solarians, especially possibly some people from STG, I've heard have been feeling, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, conscientious about what happened with the Krogan. Hmm. Someone could have defected. I don't know. I I don't like this. It's obviously not my place to think about what happened to the Krogan, because that was long before my time. But, uh, yeah, there are some of us that don't necessarily agree with it. But uh, yeah. to sell out your own people... There's a difference between disagreeing with the political action and actively selling out your brothers in arms. It happened, right? Loyalty is a prized trait among Solarians, as I recall. Especially to those who you hatched with from your, like, egg clutch or whoever whoever raised you from your city, your state, everywhere. You're supposed to be... That's That's a bond. So whoever did this... They're not going to survive to see the next sunrise. I promise oh, you no. that much. So, as time passes, you eventually arrive on to the Presidium again, and you make your way towards the Fermi Institute. Um, Bao goes, we're going in now to look. I don't know what we're going to find. But if uh, they're talking... Halesi says we better get our weapons ready then. I'm assuming we could run into anything. Well, I hope you brought pack because we're going now. I actually, you will notice that Walter does not carry a weapon and has not been carrying a weapon this whole time. All right. He looks at you goes, well, you're some sort of biotic, so you're packing anyhow. Yep. Halesi <laughs> is carrying a sniper rifle and a heavy pistol, which are very evident. Uh, um, How did you wear that into the club? Uh, very carefully. <laughs> yeah. Oh, something, boy. something, back pocket. <laughs> exactly. Something, something. Um, never mind. I'm not even going to go there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <front part. laughs> um, reaches into, uh, into his into, um, nowhere. into his nice his quote unquote nice coat. It's actually a horrible coat. Um, <laughs> his clubbing coat um, and removes a matte black. Uh, pistol. You'd actually recognize it. It's an M11 suppressor. They are highly illegal. Nice. How did you manage to get your hands on that, Gideon? I purchased it. Sure you did. Bao looks at it and goes, nice piece. Not bad. Not as good as my, say, Paladin, but I like it. So. Halezi pulls out, sorry, just pulls out her uh, M3 Predator just to be safe. So as you guys approach the Fermi Institute, it's well after midnight now. The streets are dead quiet. You approach the Institute. All the lights are off inside, which is kind of weird because typically it's like a hospital. There's almost always someone around. But uh, you approach the front door. Bao reaches for the front door. He gets the put, goes in to put his Omni tool to kind of wave over the door. It just opens. Hmm. Oh, like shit. they're waiting for us. Shit, wait, where is this again? This is on the Presidium. It's near... In the hospital. Yeah, it's, it's, it's near hospitals, so it's in, like, almost a zone all by itself. Okay. So, you guys enter, and it's dead quiet here. You don't even hear the hum of machinery. What are you guys going to do? Now, does this fit the MO of the other places that have been hit? Yeah. Right to a T. And... 
On the Citadel, though? Well, that's the thing. Like, we are right close to the council. This should be impossible to get to. Yep. And yet, start it's... searching for bodies and be careful. All right. There's so... no way this is an inside job. So, everybody, I want you to roll me your... As soon as I just got to bring up a thing so it can load. <laughs> all right. I want you to all roll me your intuition, which I guess would be equivalent to perception. Uh, I succeed. Okay. All right. Uh, Tiffany? Perception? Shit, man. Why am I rolling? What the <laughs> hell, girl? Why am I rolling so terribly? God Holy damn. shit, man. And oh. then there's Connell. Fuck you, Connell. <laughs> all right. Perceptive as fuck. <laughs> all right. So Connell uh, oh looks around in the darkness and does notice the bodies of several doctors, nurses, and even a few patients have been executed. Are they, I, like, held in a corner? Uh, there's a couple in a corner. There's a couple, uh, stacked into a kind of room. Basically, they're trying to hide them as best they possibly can. Okay, so they, like, it does show signs that they were being cleaned up. Yeah, and the bodies are still warm. Shit. I mean, okay, so he, like, turns over, bow, they're still warm. Bow's like, he does the military hand sign for quiet. Uh, right. Points down a hallway. <laughs> God. I was going to say, like, yeah. I, I'm ex-military. Could I have told him this with hand signs? <laughs> not the n- not the I'm still warm thing. Um, <laughs> what do you mean you're warm? No, the body's warm. <laughs> no, the body's warm, yes, stupid. Uh, uh, yeah, God. Yeah. Your place um, warm. This body's what kind warm. of damage are we looking at with the bodies? Like, if they've been torn apart with shotguns, or they've been uh, precision the shots? Or... Yeah. Um, well, actually, uh, I want to look something up. Just give me a second here, because I want... I'm about that. I want... I have crime scene investigation. Well, yes, I mean, roll that. that. Be... I want that. What is that in your skills? Yeah, uh, one sec. Um, I'm going to buy that down to a success, Mike. Okay, so you... All right, so you do uh, so. Just, yeah, let me just figure out what i got to buy it down by. Uh, not a lot. 17. That's not bad. Okay. I'll spend 17 luck, sure. Okay, so you do so, and by looking at the bodies, the weapons used are not, they're not consistent with Cerberus MO. Like, Cerberus tend to use, um... M5 Harriers. M5 Harriers or, um, Matox, they use precision rifles. Yeah. Does this look like collector tech? No, it ha- it has it's got a lot in common with with um kind of blood pack stuff. Basically, like uh, the uh, blood pack Punisher, like SMG stuff. That's brutal. so we're looking at like sing- generally single shot kills with either shotguns at relatively close range or heavy, heavy, heavy caliber heavy pistols, pistols that open yeah. up fist size holes in people. Basically, yeah. yeah, you're looking at brutal, but from the way. Actually, um, roll me... Someone roll me intuition again. I'm not going to roll it. That's <laughs> my you roll. It? Yeah, Success. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, go, let's go with Connell, too. Connell is great. Hold oh, on. Oh, my <laughs> God. Fucking luck on these rolls. How? All right. How? So, Connell, by looking around on... By looking behind a few desks, you do manage to find a Cerberus body. You do see um, w- the weapon held is, is a Blood Pack Punisher. Upon closer examination of the body, you take off the helmet. It's a Vorcha underneath it. Holy shit. The fuck? This was not the blood pack. This was something no, much worse. It's the blood pack dressed up like these fucking Cerberus guys. Like, they're wearing Cerberus armor, oh, but it's oh, wait, blood uh, pack okay, members. Wait, I'm sorry. So, all the people inside this facility that we're finding dead are in Cerberus armor? So, I, I, I missed. A, I missed. A step, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't hear that. No, either. the the doctors and the nurses in there who are all executed, they're all Solarian. The okay. body that Connell found, the only one he's found so far, is a Vorcha dressed in Cerberus armor. Oh, in Cerberus armor. Okay. Now, as you pick up the helmet, you can hear chatter coming from it. I um, listen to said chatter. Uh, you know what? Actually, we have a tech person on the team. Yes, At least do. he can just scan it with our Omni tool, and yep. which I did get that. back at yep. some point. Yep. Um, should yep. I roll um, like knowledge or anything for that? Uh, roll do I me, have to roll me your knowledge for this one because you're going to try and tune everyone's Omni tools to it. Oh my god! 
What the hell? Could she use her bypass as a tech power since it's automatic? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this is a fairly standard thing to do. Yeah, so and I, mean, you, I do have the bypass security and hack AI. So. so Tiffany, just for those of you at home, has rolled terrible on yeah, this one. But because this is part awful. of her job, I'm going to say this is relatively routine, hard to screw up. It's kind of like changing yeah. the channel. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, because so, they're also not over encrypted channels either. Yeah, so Halissi um, just scans the helmet and tries to lock onto a frequency, any frequency, to hear what's going on. <laughs> okay, so you hear... Vorcha Chatter, Krogan, and one human voice all talking. And you hear them talking about going down to the morgue and cleaning things up. The only thing they need to grab is the data core and a couple of research samples upstairs, and then they can go. We're not in the morgue, though, right? No, you're you're still on the main floor. I think they mean to come upstairs to grab a data core, and I believe that means they're coming up. Which So uh, do we call CSEC, or do we handle this ourselves? There's no time. There's no time for CSEC. We handle this ourselves. That's just my opinion. Okay, so Bao looks at you, goes, well, we can either go upstairs and wait for them or cast them with their pants down downstairs. Um, Either way, we're taking a risk. I'll make a surprise on both things. Yeah. Mm. I don't know, man. What about you, Gideon? What do you think? I think that we simply go in and start killing people. <laughs> there could still be people alive. If we try to get the element of surprise on them and, like, rush down there, um, we could possibly be saving lives. Fire will be turned to us away from civilians. We can begin turning some... I have certain talents which may be useful in this endeavor, <laughs> which are not polite to speak about in most companies. I have a particular set of skills. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it may uh, turn I'm, some of the enemy to our side. I'm all with that. I'm I'm with that deal. So while you guys are sitting there uh, discussing your plan... Oh, no, we're, we're not really sitting. We are actively moving while we discuss this <laughs> okay, plan. Okay, where are you actively moving we're, to? We're going to deal with the, guy, uh, with the group that we yes. can locate in here of these guys. Which one? Are you going to go upstairs or downstairs? I think we said we're going to go downstairs right now. Downstairs, people- Borg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're going to go where they said they were at the Borg. Okay, so yeah. you guys make your way downstairs. You take the staircase instead of the elevator. Um, um, Mike, uh, I think we, all of us who have barrier or tech armor, some sort of probably raising it right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Your defenses are all raised. As you make your way down the staircase, you hear a lot of loud clanging and banging around. You see the morgue at the end of a long hallway. And you see them piling bodies outside into a waiting transport outside of a medical uh, kind of loading dock. You see mostly Vorcha doing a lot of heavy lifting. You do see the odd Krogan. There's probably there's probably two of them down here and probably about six Vorcha. Okay. Um, well, it's time for decisive action. Uh, Mike? I'm gonna. Do we still have surprise on them? As oh yeah, now? they have not noticed you yet. Uh, which okay. of the two Krogan is more heavily armed? Uh, no. you see, one is holding an eviscerator shotgun, so the big heavy motherfucker, and yeah. one is holding uh, probably some kind of an SMG. Question: um, The transport that they're loading them into is it hovering? Yes. Like over a cliff? Uh, no, it's just kind of parked on the street, but it is one of those kind of hover cars. Okay, so it's like a hey, it's a hover car, but it's parked on flat ground. Yeah. Yes. Is there a driver in the seat right now? You can't see them right away, but not that you can see. Not that I can see. Okay, because like I don't want to try to jump out, and get these guys by surprise, and then have them drive off with God knows what. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I'm um, going to try to hit the guy with the big gun. Um, oh. Actually, uh, Connell, hit the guy with the small gun. I'm going to dominate the guy with the big gun to hit the guy with the small gun. All right. Cool. <laughs> Krogan on Krogan violence is funny, kids. Yeah, the first Krogan might not survive. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. I'm just going to bring up how to do combat in here, so just give me a second. Now we try to figure out combat in this system. (laughs) And if it's like any other part of this system, it's going to be needlessly complicated. Yeah. I wouldn't even call it combat. I'd just call it just kind of busted in this regard. Okay. Um, All right. Can we? Sorry. Can we tell if either of the Krogan have um, like um, any kind of energy shield at all? Not that you can tell. 
Okay. They're just in standard armor. So combat, to determine a hit or miss in combat, it's base 40 plus your aim or melee score minus the defender's dexterity. So the defender's dexterity, for the purposes of this combat, will be 20. Okay. And then... To determine initiative, the GM and one designated player for the entire party rolls a D100 to determine initiative. Okay, so I'll um, do that in the chats. Yeah, I can roll, I guess. Who has, uh, is it whoever has the highest intuition? That is amongst party members. Okay. But, like, determining who... I'm pretty sure I'm going last. Holy shit. Barely! <laughs> 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 All right there, so I have rolled a 97, so that's pretty much derpy derpy derp. Connell has rolled a 92, Tiffany has rolled a 29. Yeah, you guys are going first. Okay, so yeah, so like the 92... Oh yeah, so I'm going first, apparently. If the designated player rolls higher, then the players go first in the order that they decide amongst themselves. Oh, okay, so we can... Optionally, though, you can compare the highest intuition score of both sides. Yeah, the team with the higher intuition score can go. Like, it's... <laughs> okay. Um, he, okay, so here's the kind of the plan I have for us going in, though. Is that, um, I'll dominate the Krogan with the big with the shotgun to open fire on the other Krogan. Connell wants to then also do shenanigans on the Kro- on the I'm SMG going to Krogan. Krogan. Yeah, <laughs> because we want to reduce the Krogan. The Krogan are the real threat here. Yes. I'm gonna punch the Krogan. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Uh, Are the Krogan... Did you say I'm going to punch the Krogan? Yes. Okay. Are are the Krogan standing, um... They've got... Like, parallel to us? Or are they, like, on either side of the hallway? They're on either side of the hallway with their backs to you. Okay. Alright, so... You're going to dominate one, Derek? Yep. As far as I understand, that auto-succeeds... That auto-succeeds, Mike, because it's a biotic power and that's dumb. Okay, so the Krogan kind of looks at his buddy, pulls out his shotgun, goes right to his head, blam! Because he wasn't expecting it and his shields weren't up, he's painting the wall with his gray matter. (laughs) Krogan drops to the floor, dead. The other Krogan... I do have to make one roll to see how many rounds it lasts for. Okay, let's see. Nine rounds! Wow! Nine whole rounds is my bitch. Okay, so he shoots. The other Krogan, like I said, he is dead. The Vorcha kind of drop what they're doing and look at them going, they're like, why did you do that? I like that. That was a good Vorcha. Yo, we, we could just oh, wait. stay. I, could, I control him now. Um, what, What's something appropriately Krogan to say? I don't like his face. <laughs> I don't like your faces either. That's good. Krogan says that and begins opening fire on the Vorcha. Because... Stay in cover. Yeah, no, Gideon actually looks mildly surprised. He's like, wow. That I've worked. tried that on a Krogan before. <laughs> Their minds are incredibly weak. <laughs> They're so easy. So after about ten seconds and nine shots later, everything in the hallway is dead. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> wow. However, the Krogan has... He's starting to come out of it now. Can I punch him now? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Punch him now. Okay. He just like looks over, look at the guy. Gideon. Can I punch him now? Yes. <laughs> yes. He's like, yes. Punch him now. Now would be this is the appropriate time. time. <laughs> okay. Now would be. He's like, okay, cool. And then he just like gets up, saunters out into the open, and then does a biotic charge where he warps across the room and just haymakers this guy in the chest. Does, does he start his biotic charge by making fisticuffs? Yeah. Oh, up, up, up with your dukes, sir. Up with your dukes. Okay. You know, he just, like, saunters out, casual stroll right into a biotic charge. All right. Fucking beautiful. So how do you do damage for a biotic charge? Well, the biotic charge is your melee weapon damage plus 20. Okay. And because it's a, a power, it's like, I don't have to roll to hit. Uh, on a roll 100... Or sorry, now because you've automatically hit, I need to determine what happens if your attack roll like what happens to him. Oh yeah, that's right. If I roll under a twenty-five, he's stunned, or I get an attack of opportunity. If I roll under a ten, it's attack of opportunity or double damage. And if I roll a one, it's an auto kill. Yes. All right, so I will roll a d one hundred, and it's a fifty-nine. So there's no special abilities. Okay, so he 
takes it once again. His shields were not up. You knock him clear across the room. It is 70 damage. He is Ow! more or less bleeding out of his ears and his he's, eyes. He's a red mist. Yeah. No, he's, no, he's not, he's not dead yet. Oh. He's definitely close to death. But he's a Krogan, so he's gonna, he will regenerate. So he's um, on the ground. He's yeah. coughing up blood. Gideon he's dropped his gun. Gideon nonchalantly walks past, looks at Corvell. That was very well done. After L five implants, huh? Walks over to the uh, walks over to the Krogan, yeah. puts his gun to the Krogan's face. Right now, some of your organs are beginning to regenerate themselves. I understand the basic functionality of Krogan biology. My gun is loaded with incendiary rounds. However, you will not heal from that. Who do you work for, and what are you doing? Who's your daddy? So roll intimidate for that. Or, do you want me to roll intimidate, Mike? <laughs> sure. Do I get some kind of bonus? To oh that? yeah, again. Not again. He is dying. You get so. a plus sixty bonus. It to doesn't this. matter. I rolled a six. Yeah, Yay. he is coughing up blood. He says the name Parker, Franklin Parker. Hmm. Nice. What are you getting here? What are you taking from this facility? Bodies. Why? Medical data. They died. Because they were testing it. He also <clears throat> says data core. Huh. Contains huh. viral data. Is there anything else you'd like to tell us? <laughs> You're not going to stop it. Well, that remains to be seen. Bam! And he point-blanks the Krogan between the eyes. Yep, he's splattered. Hmm. He is utterly splattered. Over some of the headsets, you start hearing, what the hell's going on down there? It's definitely a human voice. What are you guys gonna do? Look to Bao! Bao's like... Bao's just been watching this carnage. He's like, uh, wow, okay, well, we hired these guys... I didn't think they were going to go quite this far. Bao was like, well, I guess as you humans would say, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I didn't fire a shot, so don't yeah, look at me like the that. The Asari standing off, she's like, hey man, I'm a member of the civilized species. <laughs> hey, I didn't shoot nobody I was nobody part of the either. alliance before the humans were even, you know, crawling, so. Technically. Yeah, I mean, you're a couple hundred years old probably, right? Yeah, I'm, uh, I think I put her at a 350 years old. She's a, she's a matron. Yeah, he goes, I mean, you're, you're, you're in matron stage. Bow's yeah. like, well, I want to know what the bodies they're talking about, but I also don't want to risk contamination. But we need to know what the hell's going on. Can someone go take a quick scan with their Omni-Tool? I absolutely can. Officer? Um, go crazy. <laughs> go crazy. Uh, should I... So I'm going to the Krogan? Yeah. Okay. Um, should I be rolling an intuition or knowledge? Or no, you just, okay. it just happens. I'll just do it to random. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, so you go over towards the Krogan and some of the bodies there are loading into the truck. They're okay. all Solarian of various ages, but they all share, there's something unique in their data that they all share in common. It's basically, it was a disease that killed them. It was very, very, very fast. But there's a lot more to it. Like, you'd have to take it back to probably a real medical doctor to have them look at it. But they definitely did. The, de the cause of death was most definitely not natural. Okay. Um, from what I can tell, this virus is nothing like I've ever seen before. I say we try to get a sample of their DNA or maybe their fluids to see if we can isolate whatever it is that killed them. I don't know about Solarians, but are they okay with that? Bow's like... Bow? We have to find out, and there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's My nothing suggestion else we is do. that we send a biological hazard team to secure this area. Then we go up and find them. They appear to be looking for a data core. He's like, right. So he kind of goes down the hallway, starts kind of calling somebody in. <laughs> I'm says, out sociopathing the specter. Bow's like, they'll be here in about 15 minutes give or take, so we need to go stop that Parker guy right now. Excellent. Did they say they were upstairs? Yes. Yeah. So, okay. you all make... Okay, so you all make your way upstairs, and you see mostly Vorcha, actually. Mostly Vorcha and one guy dressed in 
um, Cerberus heavy armor. So you see them at the end of a of a hallway. There's a huge bank of computers and equipment. You see a Solarian VI going. Please do not take data core. That is vital research. You are not authorized to take it. Please present your authorization. One of the Vorts just seems very surprised at the sudden VI appearance and shoots it with his rifle. Part of the core, part of that bank of computers explodes. Parker just kind of looks over at them and goes, Wow, you guys are really jumpy. Y'all need to really, really need to calm down just a little bit. In the meantime, just clean up the rest of the bodies on this floor and let's get the hell out of here. So the Vorcha all kind of disperse down uh, different hallways. And you see Parker working on taking this data core. It's probably about the size of um, a pallet. Uh, think of a case of pop about that big. Who's okay. drawing whiskers on Commander Shepard? Certainly isn't me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. I'm paying attention. I just wanted him to have whiskers. Anyways, continue. 25 feet. <laughs> okay. 25 feet. All right. So he starts taking this data core out of this huge bank of computers. As soon as he, be- as soon as he uh, pulls it out, the VI disappears. And he starts kind of scanning it with, um, Mike, with his zombie you tool. Mike, start scanning it? Yep. I think that's because I mean, guys, we can watch the bad guy get the data, or we could just intervene. Um, he doesn't know we're there yet. Nope. Do we get the drop on the bad guys again? Roll me, all of you, roll intuition. Okay. Can I punch him again? <laughs> <laughs> that is the real question. Oh, not 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 so well. Uh, yep. Connell still. Oh, Tiffany! Look who's rolling the good ones. There you go. Tiffany, if you wanted to, you could have a sniper rifle on him and he would have no idea it's coming. Um, I'm going to do that then. I pull out my uh, M92 Mantis and it's Um, a 75 plus D. God, actually, um, if I smack the core away from him, she's going to have the sniper rifle trained on him. Yep. And if Mm -hmm. he fucking does anything, she can put a bullet through him. Yep. Yep. Fantastic. Um, Gideon looks at Khaleesi. Halesi, but yes, continue. Uh, Halesi? (laughs) Yep. Shall we? Uh, Let's do it. Now, Um, as you guys are sitting there getting ready to do this attack, you see one of the Vorcha come out of one of the rooms and approaches Parker. So they, he stands up, he's got the core in his hand, he's like, yeah, we got it. The Vorcha's like, is that all the data? Parker's like, yeah, it's what you paid me for, right? Oh. Yes! The Vorcha blows away Parker. Oh, shit. Just BAM! Yes, Thanks you for your ahead. service! You, you guys go ahead and have fun. I'll just sit over here. <laughs> <laughs> you had your fun. Now it's time for mine. <laughs> yeah, alright. It's a goddamn Vorcha uprising. Uh, so, does my, um... Does my role count? Oh, yeah. Oh, Vorcha yeah. He, that's there? he still doesn't see you. He has no idea you're there. Sweet. Okay, well, Gideon, let's, uh... Let's try to figure out uh, what we can do here, because I have a pretty good shot on this guy. Um, Mike? Yes? If I dominate someone, can I make them tell me something? Or is it just kind of compelling action out of them? You know what? I'm not sure on that. You know what? I'm going to say you can get one question per dominate. Oh, just uh, like roll the D10, get one question per round kind of thing? No, one question for the entire duration of the power. Oh, yeah, okay, sure. What, what do we think, guys? What's his plan? Um, that sounds... Or, I mean, do you feel like... I feel like the Vorcha aren't, aren't working for themselves. I feel like they're working for someone else. The Vorcha never work for themselves. Yeah. But what if they are in this case? I don't know, man. I feel like there's a higher power above all this. Okay, just simple question. Who is he working for? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Mike? Uh, the moment uh, Halesi has her sniper rifle trained on the Vorcha... Mm-hmm. Gideon stands up, brushes some invisible dust off himself. <laughs> um, he glows with biotic energy for a moment, looks at the Vorcha. Who are you working for? He kind of stands super, super rigid and goes, Krogan, Grell, Clan Warlock. Ah, excellent. That was easy, great. Officer. Okay. With and pleasure. he just kind of gestures at Telesi. With pleasure, and blows the Vorcha away. Bao goes, wow. You, wow. 
He's so totally dead. <laughs> he has no head anymore. Yes, you will not be able to regenerate from that injury. Yeah, no. He goes. Does Vorture regenerate too? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's one do. of the reasons why Vorture are one of the only species that will settle most uh, hostile worlds. The most other council races look at it and go, dude, what the fuck does this planet even exist for? What is this? What is this? I don't even. I don't even. Like a white girl. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Unless he just blows the, the smoke off of the barrel of her gun and is, like, looking all badass. Now. <laughs> That's the end of the turn. So, as you... Stand there near the Vorcha's body and what's left of Parker. You can hear the other Vorcha running downstairs. Okay. They're not making any attempt to hide what they are doing now. Oh, crap. Okay, so we have more coming. Um, we don't have time to get reinforcements. We might as well just try to hold them off. Is there any way to escape this this room we're in right now, besides you, where we came? There is. You can jump out the front window. Your barrier should absorb most of the fall damage. Uh, and we're, believe... we're all biotics. Yeah, I don't, we just yeah, throw the ground. That's true. As far as I can tell, that either throwing the ground or personal lift is how um, Liara and, like, half the other fucking Asarian jump scenes levitate, so. To be fair, though, um, I mean, the only thing that I can think that would do that for me, since I, I don't, the only, um, biotic abilities I had, the powers, rather, was Shockwave and Singularity. Shockwave would work for that, Could I, I just carry you? Oh, yeah. no, yeah, actually, you could. you could Singularity yourself on the way down. That's true, I could float the way down. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, as you uh, fall, in a Singularity... You float Singularity towards... would cause a gravity well, so yeah, you wouldn't hit the ground, but then you'd be like, you, you'd just kind of be like stopped in like space. For, yeah, for but then you life. you turn off the singularity because it's your singularity. I could, I could just carry you down. I'm an adept. Yeah. yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, I'll get I'll get Corvell to carry me down. That's cool. Okay, yeah. so you guys jump out the window. Corvell carries you down to the ground. Jump. Gideon steps out the window <laughs> in a very dramatic fashion. You this see is exactly. Like, the time I carried that princess out the window of the tavern, right? Just after we lit that guy's chicken on fire in our Pathfinder. <laughs> I feel like Except I need to hear the story. we don't have Big Mike Dwarf Bard playing a rock concert downstairs at the same time. Oh Leaps out window-carrying princess, activates featherfall boots, lands on ground like a graceful son of a bitch. <laughs> yup. This is almost like that time I glided out of the White House on an American flag. <laughs> oh, dude. All right, so as you as you guys land on the ground, you notice the truck that had the that was being loaded is now gone. Shit. However, God damn it. As you guys as you guys are standing there, you hear a loud whistling sound. <laughs> Is someone firing a missile at us? Roll intuition, all of you. Oh, oh god damn it, someone's firing a missile at us. <laughs> I succeed. Two! Alright. Connell, you look up and you use your biotic powers to push everybody out of the way. An Atlas mech lands right in front of you all. Oh Son shit. I would have preferred a missile. <laughs> you look inside the the uh, cockpit. You see um, a Krogan at at the controls. How did it even fit inside? That's a very fair question. Very gingerly <laughs> modified Atlas mech, but still. Well, it doesn't have air conditioning or heating or atmosphere control, and the lights don't work. But it's comfortable. <laughs> And I had to replace the VI with not a VI, but it has more guns. <laughs> so, what are you guys going to do? Because it's opening fire with chain guns. Oh man, now I get to punch a Krogan in a mech suit. <laughs> I was really pissed that that truck fucking um, drove away, because that yeah. was our last chance for figuring out what yeah. was in that thing. No, because you got some scans. I guess so, that's true. Um, Actually, you know what? combined... AI hacking and dominate. No. Could we open the thing up enough for Connell to punch it? You'd have to crack the the uh, cockpit glass, but yeah. I'm pretty sure his fist can crack the cockpit glass. Oh, uh, more to the point, Mike. Roll strength. Can we knock it over? 
Yeah, it well it Should we tip the Atlas? Well, it oh, just yeah. landed, so it's unsteady on its gyros for the next. I'm gonna roll this. Okay. Uh roll uh I'm gonna say a D six here. It is unsteady to, on its feet for three rounds. I am going to then attempt to biotic charge the cockpit and punch it over. Okay. Nice. You, so you automatically succeed, roll damage. Roll. Uh, okay, so it's a 72, so nothing fancy happens. Um, and it's 70 damage. You crack the cockpit glass, it shatters. Wham! <laughs> the mech is still fully operational, but it has no cockpit anymore. But now, Hales... But now Halesi and Gideon can do their thing. And I'm up on the broken cockpit. Oh, yeah. Hell I can yes. just hang it on. This Krogan has to pick. This Krogan has to choose between using the controls or trying to, like, shoo me off of the robot. He's looking you in the if face. I, if I um, if I do overload on the Atlas, is it going to electrocute Corvell, too? It, oh. In theory, it would. Shit. How, how insulated is your, is, your, is your armor, Corvell? Because I'm about to do something really it's not, not safe. It's not super insulated. Okay, well, <laughs> forgive me for this. Overload. No, I'm already doing a thing. Oh, whatever. This isn't necessary. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what I'm... You're, wow. just, you're overloading the back. Okay, you're, I guess. Okay. If, everybody, if, everybody's, if he's okay with a little bit of electrocution, then yeah, I'm doing the overload. Okay, yeah, you do, do overload. Let me see what this does. Um, and Mike, while they're doing that, uh, I'm going to warp the pilot. What is your... Uh, Tiffany, what is your knowledge? Uh, 14. Okay, so you do 14 damage. Okay. He gets a willpower save, which I'm going to roll on a separate computer. Mm-hmm. So just give me a sec here. Da, da, da. Which he unfortunately succeeds. Oh. So he's able to... Oh! It definitely shocks him. He's like, what the fuck? But he's able to shake it off. Oh, shit. Okay. Corvell, uh, you need to roll me your willpower. <laughs> oh. Just because you're touching the mech, so... <laughs> But it's only 14 damage, so your shields should take most of it. Okay. Okay, so I've got to get under... Willpower is 25. i got to get under 65, basically. Yes. And... Yay! You are so good. You're just a badass. <laughs> See, I knew you'd be okay. That's why I did it. Yeah, I know. It's okay. Just, like, punch through the window, standing on the front of the robot, electricity arcing over my armor, just like... like the most badass picture dead, ever. Buddy. <laughs> um... Mike? Yes. Warping the pilot. You warp the pilot. Okay, how do, how do, how does warp work? Um, he takes warp. my willpower in damage. Okay. So he takes 60 damage. Yeah, he's dead. Awesome. <laughs> Basically, uh, you pick this Krogan just happened to be the biggest pussy of his clan. <laughs> and you gave him a brain aneurysm. God damn it, Tagger Gideon, you te- kill-stealing fucktar. <laughs> Basically, he starts coughing up blood. The mech falls flat on its face. Uh, do I got uh, it. Did it fall flat on its back? <laughs> can, 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 can Corbell okay, maybe get a biotic push? Hold on. I gotta roll dexterity. Yeah, roll. I get out of the way. Roll dexterity, <laughs> Cole. <laughs> oh, God! Oh, the mech dude. lands on you. However, because However. of where you are... Most of the, the Krogan took 99% of the fall. Oh, fuck. You're covered in, co- in what's left of Krogan, but you're alive. Yeah. And covered in goo. Hey, you got a mech now. <laughs> Fucking, like, crawling out from under the dead Krogan. You need a full on shower, dude. You bastard! <laughs> this is gonna be a good time with you guys. I fucking had that, man! Over the mech's radio, you hear, meet in shipyard. We leave for Omega in 15. Oh, man, the radio's okay, still Omega. Fucking, I'm going to climb least, back in this mech. <laughs> at, least, at least we have a lead now. I, like, it sucks that we missed the truck, but let's go see if we can find the ship before it reaches Omega. That would be pretty sweet. Alicia, you're missing the fact that we have a robot now. Uh, well, I mean, can you know, you I'm kind of... I'm, I'm kind of a... It's it's hard to see anything else when you're covered in Krogan. Um, now, each of you roll intuition. Let's see if you guys get this, because you have a really uh, clever idea to track. 
No, no, I actually just have a clever idea. Okay. Um, can Bao use a Spectre authorization to um, temporarily uh, shut down uh, ship launches until we get there? He's like, I'll try, but that's not, that doesn't mean they can't go unauthorized, but give me a few minutes. Ha mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that's... even thinking of this plan like you guys are. Uh, who <laughs> rolled the 34? That was... Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. So, Corvell, you get the idea. Track the trajectory where this thing came from. Track the trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. Well, your intelligence. Uh, Intelligence is not a stat. Uh, What do Uh, we have that's closest uh, for intelligence? Knowledge? knowledge? Yeah, roll knowledge. Knowledge. I can roll knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. I got to get under a 51. Do you have any computer skills that can add to that? Nope. Okay. Beep. Yay. All right. I so, have encryption. Oh, there we go. Okay. So <laughs> by going into the Atlas's computer, you're able to track where it was launched from. And obviously it leads you right to the shipping yards, basically right from the kind of ship. to basically this thing boost jumped from where it was. So to boost jump back. Yes, absolutely. Oh, nice. Can I drag the Krogan out? <laughs> oh, man, the window's broken. I don't well, care. not so I'm much drag, drag a scoop. Uh, scoop this guy out of the, the thing, and just, like, while he's doing this, just look at Felicity, just like, don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you do you. <laughs> All right. I gotta, look, I am about to powerbomb a giant robot right into the middle of our job. You do not get to judge me right now. <laughs> How did I know that Connell was somehow going to end up with a robot in this game? <laughs> it's like somewhere along it. the way he's playing this biotic and suddenly he becomes Dr. Holocaust. <laughs> it is foretold in every game. It is every the prophecy. Game, I turn into a mad scientist. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so okay, you... No, okay, that's not fair because yes, I'm a mad scientist but it doesn't matter because a giant, you I, I, I don't have you don't get to call me a mad scientist for loving a giant robot. Okay, <laughs> that's not fair. He's a roboticist. That a <laughs> that's, not right. a, that's not something a mad scientist would do. That's something a human being would do, and has done. I'm sure. And has like a giant robot <laughs> just landed here. We can use it to track back to the people. I love it kids. so much. <clears throat> I want to ride in the giant robot back to the thing. I'm sorry, all I hear that is I want to ride in the giant robot. <laughs> and nobody's going to stop me. <laughs> he just, like, disgustingly scoops out the last of the Krogan. Hey, Elise, there's room for one more. <laughs> <laughs> that is pro- probably the best uh, offer I've had all night, but um, I, I think I'm going to pass. Oh, come on! Okay, I'll ride on the shoulder. Okay, cool. You're okay. riding so, a big Elise- robot with me? <laughs> yes. I know Unless we just jumped up on the shoulder. <laughs> That's like the best offer I've had for a while. Are you going to join them there, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Gideon? Come on, Gideon. Yeah, I guess I'm going for a ride on a giant robot. All right, so... Cozy and the gross robot. So Connell manages to stand this Atlas back up on its feet and launches the return protocol. The robot fires its thrusters from its legs. You see the specter reinforcements arrive. Bow's like, I'll catch up with you. Oh shit, Bow! I totally forgot about this. Watching us watch, he's like, "Wow, what about me, guys? uh, Have fun storming the castle." So after he looks around at the other specters, he's like, "Guys, they're totally gonna die. I give you guys fifty credits on them dying." So after just a couple of minutes of flying through the air, you guys start to descend towards the uh, kind of shipyard. You see this nutrient bar. You see this uh, pretty much a, a freighter displaying cert, the Serta Foundation um, inscription on the side of it. You also see a crap ton of Vorcha and Krogan around this ship as well. They notice the Atlas coming in. They're starting to wave you in. Um, I'm going to roll their <laughs> intuition. The Atlas looks more bloodstreaked than when we sent down originally. Um, do you want to know what they rolled? I don't. Does it matter? Yeah, because uh, it's it a one? it's an eight. Oh. Yeah, they're I, like, what the hell? They start opening fire. 
Good thing I'm inside a giant mech. With you no cockpit. You don't have a cockpit. Oh, yeah, there's no Nor shields. Why are no, there no shields on this mech? Well, she kind of fried them. Genius fried them. They are very, fortunately for you, only using basic assault rifles. So, uh, this, you guys will only ever see damage from me, so just give me a sec here. See it flying back and it's all bloody. God damn it, Steve's gotta be more careful with these mechs. Sorry, one. Steve! Should have never trusted the newbies. Why do you keep body slamming people to kill them? You have a fucking rocket launcher. I'm gonna buff the fuck out of it when it comes back. Okay, the first attack does 31 damage. Does that crack anybody's shields? Nope. Um, Remember, we've all got barriers up. Yes, but barriers are only equal to your will. Yes. So Unless they you have did... another 13 from your shields. Um, and I guess, yeah, that goes right into your life. So it blocks 13 of that. Okay, hold so on. So wait, say, say again? You did 30 damage? 31 damage. 31. But, okay, but I only you... have 13 shields. Like, just basic. So you, deal, you get hit for 13 points of damage. Okay. Oh yeah, how much is my shields worth without my biotic barrier? 13. 13. Okay, so that would be 38. So it doesn't crack my shields. Okay, so you're fine. I'm um, okay. Alright, Tiffany, does it do anything to you? Um, well, yeah, it's gonna deal the 13. Okay. No, no, you have the 13 shields, so... Okay, so it's nothing to my life. It, just, no, it I'm, deals I'm, 18 to your life. It is 18. Okay. Well, let me first put that down. So I'm down to... I don't like head math. So three... I'm down to 55 life. Okay, I'm going to roll two more of their attacks, so just give okay. me a sec here. Alright. Oh, God damn it. This game is fucking lethal, man! Oh yeah, it doesn't take long to get shot. Okay, they roll they roll a success again. Oh, jeez. Oh, damn. Gee. Whoops. Yeah, that does nothing to nobody. Nope. <laughs> so they rolled a 23. Your mech finally hits the deck, and everybody, um, this... Er, everybody roll me a d6 and say hi-low. Okay. Roll 1d6. Um... I don't know. Hi. Hi! Hooray! I'm in the middle, so I guess low. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I call roll. Okay, uh, slash roll one d six. I'm gonna call high. Sweet. Okay. Hot damn. Because Connell got the highest possible result and said hi. Your atlas <laughs> hits the deck with thunderous impact. Thunderous impact. Thunder. Thunder. Crushing the two Krogan that Ooh, were firing. The Vorcha are scattered behind crates and/or hit by shrapnel from exploding barrels. Basically, you are a death unto them. You are the yes. oncoming storm of death. Yeah. <laughs> the the door to the ship is still open. You see a Vorcha poke its head around the corner going, Ah, oh, fuck this! Send <laughs> a missile into the ship, please. But there could be stuff in there that we need. Yes, and we'll recover some of it, but we will recover none of it if they fly off. Okay. Well, why don't I just hit the engines? I'll hit the engines. Well, if you want to be a poor sport about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gotta roll it. If you want to be boring. All right. I mean, so, well, if you want to be boring. <laughs> um, you gotta kind of wonder, what kind of fucking exogeny facility was this guy a security chief of? <laughs> Am I well, using my aim skill? Yes. Or my melee? Uh, aim, aim or melee? Aim, yeah. Aim. No. My aim's nine. Well, Ooh. it still adds to it, so. Uh. 49. Yeah. Do you want to spend some luck, Connell? Nine. Five yeah, points does... of luck let you hit. How does that work? You spend luck to lo uh, lower effectively what you rolled and on a one-for-one one basis. Point. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I'll spend five. Okay, so you spend five luck. The attack hits the engine, um, and it starts to kind of sputter out, but the door to the ship does seal. You can, basically, you start to hear sirens off in the distance now. Presumably that sea set coming to the rescue. Well, good. <laughs> this thing's not going oh. anywhere. Bow over the radio. Oh, oh, wait. Um, sorry, Dodd. 
the, the Vorcha that shouts, oh shit, yeah. as he runs out in the middle of the door, I'm going to peg him. Okay, roll. <laughs> roll the hit. Let's see if you hit him. <laughs> Fuck that guy in the head. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> so just bam, blows him away. He drops. The door still shuts. That's fine. Okay, so they are trying to do something, so I'm rolling off screen here. Wow, holy shit. The engines on the ship roar to life. Oh, shit. What? And I be- fucking shot them. I told you to Auxiliaries, shoot the inside the Auxiliaries. ship. Auxiliaries. Let's just say he rolled the best possible roll. He rolled a one. Can I shoot them again? Can I shoot them again? Um, can, can we somehow use bi- a mixture of biotics and tech to slow the ship down? Okay, how are you going to do that? Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, I could Singularity. Uh, I don't know how strong it'll well, be. I don't know. It's a level one Singularity. That's very true. Um, you know what? Ship engines, though, have to be very, very carefully calibrated. Like, you have to have very careful calibration to get the mass effect field to properly form, to keep your navigational thrusters running when you're in an atmosphere. Um, Connell, you've got Thrill, right? Or Shockwave or something? I have several. I have Throw. Um... Don't count Biotic Charge. You are not punching the ship. <laughs> you are not Superman. I'm gonna punch the ship. Because <laughs> um, what I'm thinking, Dot, is if we can aim enough biotic force at one of their engines, we might throw off their maneuvering thrusters enough for them not to be able to leave the bay, okay. or to at least take more time to calibrate. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a minute. Um, with my knowledge of ships, if they're still within atmosphere, do their Mass Effect shields kick on yet? Not yet. No. I'm gonna try to break the windshield. All right. <laughs> oh shit! I'll get it. it. I'll get a piece I, of that I, I action. Punch it. I like it. Okay, so what is the I plan here? Deep and punch it. Yeah. No, no. Right. Shall we just throw in the windshield at them, Connell? Can I? I don't have throw. Can I shock with? Yeah. yeah sure. Okay. Fuck yeah. Okay, so you hit it with biotic force. Connell hits it with his biotic charge. I'm gonna Wait, roll for the Connell, windshield here. Are you actually here. punching the windshield of a he ship? Leaps out of the of, mech. Of course he is. Here. Are you hey, kidding me? This is fucking shield. Corvell. I love <laughs> this, it. And people say I that I'm crazy. <laughs> you leap into the air, you punch the uh, windshield. It does crack, but it doesn't shatter. Uh, Once again, you would not believe how good I'm rolling right now. Yeah. What about the shockwave and the throw? Shockwave, um, it does help, but the ship is starting to pull away. However, though, <laughs> intuitions. Okay. Nope! Yes! Ooh! Alright, Tiffany. Because you are so close to it, you are able to pick up on transmissions between it and the and the uh, tower. Okay. You're able to get access to their logs. Okay. You've got their flight plan. Providing it's true, yeah. you've got okay. the flight plan. Perfect. So the ship manages to take off just as the CSEC hover cars and other security comes in. This thing fires its, basically, its FTL in atmosphere. Oh, oh, shit. Blows everybody back. Yeah. Does Corvell get off this thing at some point? <laughs> well, I'm what, still on the fucking windshield. <laughs> you bounce off. Um, and this ship rockets this out. Impossible. Oh, shit. This ship rockets out of the Citadel and presumably hits the mass replay screaming like a banshee. Nice. But because of Tiffany's intuition to check their flight computer just before they took off, you know where they're headed. I barely managed. They already said they were going to Omega. Yeah, but now you know what bay number. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Now, I do wonder how far they're going to get in deep space with a cracked windshield. And a burnt-out engine, but, you They know. may have barriers of some kind, though, that yeah. they can put up, right? They should still be cut... Wait, they're fortune, never mind. They barely have the intelligence to fly the damn thing. Very true. So... That's fine. We're, we're, we'll yep. get them. We'll get them. All right, so Bao arrives as you guys are recovering on the uh, dock of the spaceport, and he's like, well, where are they headed? Omega. They're, <laughs> they're going to Omega, and we know exactly where. Well, you're not going to like what we found on those bodies, but we're not going to talk here. We're going to go to my ship, and uh, we'll take off. He guy, uh, You guys leave the dock. You go to a Spectre-only port, and he also has a Normandy-class ship. 
This is on loan from, once again, the A Human Alliance. This is an experimental prototype, much like the Normandy. This is the SSV Juno. Uh, he's like, well, I've got use of this ship while we're running the final test, and I need something fast that can get into the Terminus. So, without any further ado, as I guess they say, we got bad guys to catch. Hell yeah. So you guys enter the SSV Juno, you take off from the nebula where the Citadel is and hit the mass relay heading towards Omega. And that's... Leaving the Citadel animation. Yeah, leaving the Citadel (laughs) animation. So you guys have hit the mass relay and are headed towards the Terminus system and the asteroid known as Omega. So with that, that brings our two... To a close here on Terrible Warriors, I've been your game master, Mike the Birdman, but I've joined with... Derek the Bard from Chasing the Muse. And Connell Macbeth, better known as Toronto's greatest supervillain, Dr. Holocaust. And Tiffany, uh, a.k.a. Fawn Solo of TheNerdHearth.com. And once again, this has been Terrible Warriors, brought to you by CNG Magazine, and I should go. Let <laughs> 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 be seeing you. Well, bang, okay? <laughs> You have just listened to the Terrible Warriors. Did they succeed in saving the day? Did someone do something completely insane and stun the GM into a stupefied silence? And lastly, did someone get punched square in the dice bags? Also, are there any settings or RPG adventures you would like our Terrible Warriors to play next? Do you have your own awesome or insane stories of your own RPG conquests or failures? Comment on this episode podcast at TerribleWarriors.com. Message us on Twitter at Dice Warriors or email us at feedback at TerribleWarriors.com. Until next time, geeks and gamers, the dice has been put away, the books back on the shelf, and the Cheetos stuck to the floor. Thanks for listening to the Terrible Warriors. Terrible Warriors.